Yeah, baby. You know where you are. You hear the music. You know what that means? It's time for Boomers with Beverages. We only have a limited time today. It's only a 45-minute podcast. But please, welcome your host today. Our host, the man we love more than anything in the world, Jim Burroughs. Forty, we got to do forty-five. Hi, how you doing? Wow. I feel, I feel like I'm like in my early days of marriage. And Karen say, "Can you, can you at least give me two minutes?" <laughs> I was like, forty-five. I mean, man, oh man, I can't. Hey, it was an it was an obtuse number. I just threw it out. Obtuse. There. Didn't I? Didn't obtuse. mean anything by it. Obtuse. That Very means nice. that means we're going to be headliners, right? Because yeah, headliners that's it. Uh huh. You yes. better be good. You better be funny. If- <laughs> Okay, we got that out of the way. Uh, welcome to Boomers with Beverages. It's great to have you along. We we, we see some of you now because we, we we got those uh, YouTube with the cameras. You know, you can set up so we actually can see a lot of the folks that are listening to our podcast. Yeah, wow. we can see you. It's crazy. I see you. They need don't to see stop us. Stop touching yourself. I think yourself. they need to see us more often. Well, they don't need to see me right now because I have a big wet spot. Because I, in your on your pants. Well, I think no, you did a good job. Oh, that. I spilt some teriyaki sauce on my polo shirt. Eating the yummy, delicious chicken tenders at AJ's Bar and Grill here at 79th and Fall Creek in the Geist area. In Indianapolis. Indianapolis. For you in Angola, you need to know we're in Indianapolis. Yes. And and you can you can do like the classic Dave Wilson joke. How do you get to Angola? My uncle takes me. My uncle takes me. Yeah. So, honestly, if you're ever on the Geist, in the Geist area of town, we highly recommend AJ's Bar and Grill. Thank you, Kevin, and the, the, uh, the staff here for their... Hospitality, as always. I'm going to give a plug to my favorite band, Tommy Whiskers. We've seen them here. You've seen them uh-huh. here. You've they're seen them really here. Really and good. It's, they're really fun. And they play yeah. here probably once a month, maybe maybe, maybe two times a month. But yep. they're here all the time. And, and I really enjoy them. And AJ's keeps booking them because the community wants them. Well, they're, they're, they're solid, though. They're, they're, fun. they're very solid. They're one of the best club bands you'll see. Absolutely. Tommy Whiskers. Nothing... Remember that, folks. Tommy Whiskers. They're, they're pros. They sound they great. They, they, they're all professionals. Yeah. Remarkably. I mean, they're very, I mean, I would put them as, as top level, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Without question. I mean, they're, when yep. you think about it, it's like, oh, well, they perform at AJ's Bar and Grill. No, 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 no. You're, you're not understanding. You know, they're good. They're really, really good. They're really good. What, they're what, studio what's musicians. That, what's I, I skip them on my brain right now? The, the Dire Straits song that I love so much that they, that they cover all the time. Yeah, I and and uh, my friend um, Money for Nothing. No, oh, no older, no. older God. Dire Straits. Ah, it's it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't remember because I've been drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm uh, Penny, Penny Lane. You, no, no, it's it's Dire Straits. I think you and Pete are off your meds because you're both yes. like forgetting whatever the hell you're trying to think about. So I don't know. Oh, my memory meds. Uh, Art, Art, Art. This might be Art Baker's first podcast. He's going to actually be a guest on because I'll I'll you, give him my microphone. You guys need to Speak take a little loudly. breather. Take a little bit of break. You want to look? Google it. Just Google Dire Straits songs and you'll figure it out. Remember? Yeah, yeah. It's easy to do. But anyway, my, my, my point was, yes. if you close your eyes, you think Dire Straits. You, you think yes. Mark Knopfler is in the room. Exactly. So that's a really right. exceptional right. cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. fantastic. Well, you know, people that go to a lot of venues like this type <laughs> of venue with AJ's Bar and Grill, and similar to it, because there's lots of these great mom and pops across the country that have a stage where they host the band, will tell you right now... Th- just as good, 
you're just going to have as much fun. It's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper than the, the mega price concert Sultans ticket. Sultans of Swing. That's it. That's a good song for a cover band. That's pretty sweet. It's a tough song. I mean, Mark Tom Padgett. Tom Padgett is the guitar player for them, and he is kick-ass. Yeah. Because I tell you, Mark Knopfler is considered yeah. one of the one of the best guitarists in, on the planet. Yeah, there's a there's another club down the street that has a really cool uh, Barry Manilow cover band. They're really <laughs> yeah, <laughs> called uh, my things. Harry. I'm sorry, I'll Harry get rid Man- of that in, in post. <laughs> I'll get rid of that in post. My <laughs> stinks. That's the name of the band. <laughs> this will be in our this will be in our end. Uh, what, no, what's it called? Bloopers you, reel. You just have to bleep out the one word and keep the other. You cannot get rid of what you just did. So, if I, you insist, sir. We sincerely apologize for those of you that have just veered off the road and hit a mother walking her dog. But. Uh, Arthur just uh, ah. Arthur just nailed one of I don't even think that was one of George Carlin's words. I was think it, it was. Uh, was it one seven of words you can't say on television? Uh, has there radio, ever has there really ever been a Barry Manilow cover band? I don't sure. think. Sure. Seriously, how can there not be as N- big as he's one. been? Name one. Uh, there was Harry Man Enough. <laughs> that that was a cover band. Yes. That was pretty good. Yes, they were good. You came to play, baby. No, I mean, I, I, I <laughs> you 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 close your eyes, you swear it's. That's Copa, Copacabana. Come on, Pete. The Thanks, hottest though. club north of my Hey, now mama. don't knock the guy. Mandy. I love him. That's not the song. You know that song was originally called Brandy? And they had to it change was? it to Mandy because the song Brandy had just come out and was a big hit. So he changed it to Mandy. You're a fine girl. Yeah. And then uh, Bruce Johnston wrote the song, I Write the Songs. I didn't know that. Which, All right. which has been originally misconstrued to be about he wrote it in honor of Brian Wilson but Bruce Johnston is on record saying no it's about God I wrote I write the songs it's about God I I thought wow when you hear the lyrics of it that's pretty cool so interesting but yeah Bruce Johnston of the Beach Boys I know one of the biggest hit songs of the last 50 years as far as how many people have covered that song and done that Mm -hmm. song yeah Uh, okay confession time I've actually been to a Barry Manilow concert. Good for you. Yeah. And he was he was actually he's a very good performer and he was very charming and he acknowledged the fact in fact when he was on stage right before he started doing most of his show he says thank to the thank the guys for coming and he said, you know, and good for you because you accompanied your ladies here. It's going to be a good night. <laughs> Does he always bring a woman on stage and sing to them every show? I, I I don't know. Jim's sitting on a on a punchline. I just don't know where you're going with this. I'm not going anywhere. I wonder what I know. He serenades him. I mean, what? Yeah, I, I remember seeing uh, videos of concerts of Barry Manilow's where he Barry Manilow's. I don't know the what two they, of them. I don't know what they throw at Manilow because what Tom Jones used to get underwear, so I don't know yeah. what they throw at Manilow. Jock straps? I have no idea. <laughs> no, oh, come on! I don't know. Jock straps? Well, I don't know what it would be. Maybe. Could be, could be, Johnson. maybe, could be toupees. Could be. Do you think he has a tube? No, no, I don't think, I don't so. think I he think does. I, I just think that you know. I remember I the know. first time I saw this is a little crazy. I remember the first time I saw him perform. It was on a Merv Griffin show when I was a little kid, singing really? Ma- singing the song Mandy. Oh yeah, Merv he, Griffin. Yeah, he was. He, yeah, Merv Griffin. Yeah, you know, I remember Merv the Merv Griffin show? I remember it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I'm old enough. <laughs> what a, what a gr- no, no, nobody since has ever interviewed people like Merv Griffin. I mean, what is? Cause yeah, that's true. There used to be impersonators that would nail that style down the way he would talk to people. But back then, though, Manilow, 
He started as the, uh, the, the, the piano the player for Bette Midler, for Bette Midler, Bette Midler yeah. in, in, in bathhouses. She would perform in bathhouses, and she and he would play the piano for her. Bathhouses? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so houses with baths? I have a bath. No, bathhouses is my house. a place where you get a little something-something. Oh. After you get all clean. Oh. After you clean it, you... Oh. Yeah. So anyway. You, uh, deserve, you deserve a break today. And that's what he went on to after. He became one of the biggest jingle writers, jingle writers ever. Yes. Wrote some of the most famous... You deserve a break And one, you know, I, I've wanted to talk about this a few times with our show, Boomers of Beverages. Boomersofbeverages.com, by the way, or our website. We're talking about jingles. How... And you have a background, Artie, of course, in, in producing and creating yes. and voice work and all yes. this kind of stuff. Yes. Pete's background is in sales, but still very important because ties into it. We lived in a time in the 70s... I'd say, really... From the 50s, 60s, 70s into the 80s, where jingles were jingles a thing. Were, yeah. Now you don't you don't remember anything. You don't really nothing stands out that's being done. That uh, I wouldn't say the jingle era you mean is, musically is musically, over. Yeah. yeah, but you can't think of a, a tagline. You can't think of a a, a product that like ha- where's the beef? Yeah. yeah. Or you deserve a yeah. break today. Or yeah. my my goodness, plop plop fizz fizz. I mean. So many of them came out in that but stretch. I can't handle a Whopper. Okay, and keep going. No, uh, well, do you, do you know it's in a Big Mac? Do you know the Big Mac commercial? Uh, do you no. remember the words to it? No. To all beef patties, special, special sauce, lettuce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, onions on a Sesame, Sesame Street bus. bus. No, that's not you don't what remember, I said. You don't remember the joke? Would you stop? I have two obese patties, special Ross, <laughs> Leonard Reese, picking onions on a Sesame Street two bus. Two obese patties? Yeah. There was these, uh, this, uh, the guy, this, bus, saw, dri- this saw, bus driver pulls up to his first stop, and he uh, gets on the bus. What's your name? We, our name's Patty. Yeah. And we're really big and fat. That was, that was, they were an opening act for Garth Brooks at the fair, <laughs> two obese patties. Yes. And then the next kid gets on. I'm Leonard Reese. Okay, good. Leonard Reese. Good. Nice to have you. Get, keep going. Pick up the next kid. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Ross, and I'm special. Okay, great. Nice. Okay, and who are you? It goes to the next stop. Who are you? Uh, I don't remember my name, but I, my bunions are killing me, so I'm picking at them. No, because you, you skipped over no, it special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. So you forgot a Two couple. Two obese patty special Ross Leonard Reese picking bunions on a sesame oh, street bus. Oh, my God. How did you remember that? I know. I know. It was my, my brother's old joke. He's 79. Yeah. And he's younger than I am. I know. I know your brother. He's I'm sorry. I'm going to have to stay out of this podcast. <sighs> that's a good one. No, but you got a little bit of work to do at the beginning of it. No, that's for sure. I, <laughs> see, all this, shit that, all this shit that I wrote is not... I haven't used any of it in the I last know. four podcasts. That's, because we're doing lots of different things. We're going down different avenues. We're, Pete, un, we're Pete, unscripted. Pete you? wanted to talk about Barry Manilow, so we talked about Barry Manilow. What else do we have about Barry Manilow? Well, he's probably... Well, he's easy... He's an easy target for a lot of people. Totally is. But you got to give him props. He's, yep. he's a very talented guy, had a great career. Does he perform anymore? Oh, yeah. Vegas residency. I think he's got one oh, right really? now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like Elvis had. Yeah. Well, no, that's... that's the, like, well, that was back then, but but that's become a big thing now in Vegas. Yeah. And it's become the new thing because uh, we... Just ask Carrot Top. Karen and I went to... Well, he had a little bigger deal. I, I yeah. don't know if that was called a residency, but... 
some of these guys, like the the that's the uh, illusionists, and all, they have their own theater. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. Well, but, Matt King, you know, our friend Matt King from right. Louisville, has right. got his own show at huge, Harris. Mega huge. He's got the number one show afternoon family show in in Vegas right now. But still. After 10 years. Karen and I last, uh, early part of May last year, I took her to Vegas for the weekend to see Lady Gaga, one of her last shows of her residency. And I got to tell you, I wasn't a fan. I'm a fan. Karen's more of a fan. She's an amazing performer. But what's great about when you see, and uh, I really wanted to see Michael Buble, because the people that sat behind us went to Buble the night before. What's phenomenal about these shows is that the orchestra and bands is classic Vegas. She literally had a 40-piece orchestra behind her. I'll play you some video clips sometime. Just blows you away because yeah. they're so good. Yes. And it just reminds you of the classic Vegas days, mm-hmm. you know, with Dean Martin and Sinatra and all those guys. Well, they didn't just, have a very big band. What's that? Dean Martin, Sinatra, but, but my point Sammy, is, though, they they're, didn't. They're, yeah. Oh, well, well, Sinatra did. Sinatra used to have huge Well, eventually he did, yes, absolutely, yeah. yes. But just amazing and, and very, very Vegas-like with that show. And... Uh, it's interesting because the, the theater, that's kind of where they've gone now with these residencies. I got and to Mandel work. Mandela's doing, he just did one or he's got one coming up. I got to work with, um, uh, at, I did the I did the uh, Las Vegas Comedy Festival back in ni- uh, 2002, 2003, something like that. And I got to work on the Harris stage where the Rat Pack used to play. And that meant everything to me. Sure. And then all of a sudden, here he is. I go back to the green room area, and there's Don Rickles. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, I, feel, I feel like I'm, I'm 90 years old yeah. because all of a sudden, all this history has just yeah. come back just by seeing Don Rickles. Yep. And it was a great time. It was an neat, absolutely great time. What a neat memory. What a neat story. It really is. I, I mean, I, I've got more stories from that week. That we don't have time for right now, but it no, was, that, no, was a, that takes, was a great, great moment. And I appreciate you recognizing that we don't have time for it. So we, uh, <laughs> spe- <laughs> God love you. Spe- speaking You're of right. orchestras, I, I saw a special maybe a year and a half ago where Don Don uh, Rickles was in Vegas, and as if part he, of his act, you now, better he, alert his wife. He's got he's got an orchestra. Yeah, he did. I mean, yeah, it is, he, I mean, he, you just he, he, he didn't need the music, but no. he had the orchestra. But, it, but that's right. how it's morphed. But but yeah. it added a lot to it. Ab- he had to have it. Yeah, he had to have it. One Absolutely. Of the, one of the last uh, interviews he did, somebody asked him. They go, "Why every show you're, you're in a tux?" And he goes, "Absolutely, absolutely." Yep. He goes, "These people have paid good money to see me, yep. and I'm wearing a tux because, you know, I get in my soapbox. But when I see sometimes some of the comics that go out." It literally looks like they just rolled out of bed and go, oh, I'm going to do 10 minutes at the club. You know, and they're barely well, sometimes dressed. You can get a, look, sometimes you can get away with I that. I understand, but yeah. that's fine in certain venues. I don't yeah. disagree with that. And but a, you got a classic. And a classic, and even on a comedy club on a Friday, Saturday night, where people are paying 20, 30 bucks a ticket nowadays, be decent, for goodness yeah. sake. I'm not saying you got to wear a tux, right. but at least have, a, bla- have a blazer, have something yeah. on where, you know, you, I don't know. Anyway, I just it depends on what it depends on the act. It really does, <laughs> I guess. But re- I, I just it, could you see me in a suit on a yeah. Friday and Saturday night? Well, it doesn't work with your character. No, it though. doesn't. Yeah, but you don't. It could, but you don't. Some looks, of them, you, you don't know. look sloppy. Okay, you, you should wear overalls. Yeah, you don't. You don't look like you slept for four days, 
in the same shirt. You never saw me on a Saturday midnight. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, those were the days. Yeah, those were the days when you would have, like, two or three bath towels soaking wet. Yeah, exactly. Like and and Jim Schliebner would be bringing up a, 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 a tray with a bottle of, of a bourbon and two shot glasses. And every 10 minutes, he would show up on stage at midnight, all right, on the midnight show. Yeah. He would show up at my stage with a tray, and he'd be carrying it like a waitress. That's awesome. And he would set it down on the, on the stool, and we'd do a shot, and then he'd walk off, and I would continue my show. He would do that every 10 to 15 minutes. I'm not joking, guys. That's I don't know crazy. where you were, but it was the best time of my life. I just realized why, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of griping about the time that, that being in the rearview mirror of, of jingles on television. And I'm like, well, we really can't. Can you imagine if we had jingles today? Because half of our commercials are drugs. Yeah. So you, could you imagine if there were jingles for... Oh, Simpick, <laughs> you got to lose weight. Well, the, some of the, for I mean, Bill or Joe or Jack, we always love Prozac. So. <laughs> but a lot of these commercials now for the drugs do have some sort of musical. But yeah, it's, it's not a jingle. No, no, it's not no, a no. jingle. I'm talking right. about jingle. I'm not talking about having Montavani yeah. playing in the background. I mean, it's just like... You know, oh, it's Mitch You're Miller. Going to go to sleep now. Here's Mitch, the Mitch Miller Orchestra for Viagra. <laughs> like, Follow or, the bouncing ball. Or Lawrence, the bouncing Remember balls. That? Remember that? Yes. <laughs> the Mitch Miller sing along with Mitch. How? Follow the bouncing ball. How has there never been old. anything scandalous that came from the Lawrence Welk show? Because you know uh, there was some serious stuff going on behind the scenes. Oh, oh well, hold on. What are those called? A, uh, uh, those things that you would play like this, the, the accordion, the accordion orgasms. That's it, accordion orgasms. That's what women would have. Old women would be sitting at home watching the champagne lady and I don't know if Lawrence I heard about Welk that. and all the or- really? accordions, and they would have a or- accordion orgasm. Is that actually like a diagnosed thing medically? Yes, it is. It was. It was. Wow. It was a big problem. How, 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 how would they Geographic. medically? How would they medically treat that? Uh, with uh, more with an oboe with more with, <laughs> with an oboe, an oboe or, a, or a, a bassoon a bassoon a bassoon would he do was, it yeah. yeah that was one of my favorite comics at bassoon? Crackers bassoon bassoon dasgupta bassoon dasgupta yes yes oh lord actually for those listening to us having a little <laughs> private moment. The comic's name was Basab, but Basun just sounded like this made more sense. He was a classic musician from India. I told you about the time I, I looked him up. I tried to find him, and Basu Basab. <laughs> his name was Basab Dasgupta. I looked him up. Uh-huh. There are five billion Basab Dasgupta. It's like there. there's like a handful of surnames in that particular part of the world, yeah. and. Everybody has it. Patel or Dasgupta. Yeah. Gupta is another word. I don't know. I never heard Dasgupta, but Gupta is his one. was Dasgupta. Small group of Lipschitz in yeah. Bhopal, <laughs> but that's it. All the rest are Dasgupta or Patel. <laughs> but there's the Lipschitz family in I mean, Bhopal. Gupta and Patel is like our version of Johnson. Jones. And Johnson, it, yeah. Yeah. it totally is. Yeah. Johnson, yeah. Smith, whatever. Yeah. Well, it, Widgery. My name, Widgery, is as common as Smith or Jones in, like, England and Australia. No, I don't think I have ever heard of another Widgery. Have you? My, have, have you ever two, met I another? I two brothers. I'm not talking about the, I know, your I family. I either. I mean, total strain, like yeah. you've never met. There's only, there may be one or two here in the United States. 
Because Molina, I've heard, because uh, uh, there's an actor, too, that has uh, Alfred. Alfred Molina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so the, the, Very good actor. Yeah, it's not an uncommon Italian last name. Are you well, actually, M- Molina is, is a very common Spanish name. Oh, okay. Okay. It, it okay. Is. And, and I get, you know, I actually get male, you know, in Spanish because they, they think. William, you know, William Molina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a theory. I think my, I think my original name from my grandparents was Molino. Ah. And, and then when they came over and it got written down, somebody thought of well, A, and I go, okay, I'm good with that. I just want to get in the country, okay? <laughs> that's my theory. I have no data to support that. Actually, that's not bad. That's but, not bad. but Molina is actually a very, very common uh, Spanish surname. How many people did that happen to? It has to be countless. Oh, yeah. At, at uh, whatchamacallit? What's the name of the place? The Ellis Island. Ellis Island. <laughs> What's the name of the place? <laughs> What's that house where the president lives? It's got, it's like, white something. The White House. Oh, are we into thirty minutes? Yet? No, we're getting close. <laughs> no, we're at the, actually on fifty. Yeah, having a no, but Ellis Island because it, it, remember in The Godfather, that's how Vito yes. got the yeah. name Corleone. Yeah, because that wasn't his name. Yeah, it was, and I, it was I mean, Vito. I, I think there's actually a, a lot of that. And then you know, like I said, they they wrote it down on the on on the piece of paper, and that's that it. Boom. It. Yeah. Well, a lot they, of people, a lot of guys, I understand that at Elisana, if, if the name was too difficult to spell, mm-hmm. they would just give them the name. Yeah, I, I, I don't doubt that yeah. at all. They would just, all right, yeah, I'll you're Williams. Wow. Well, I was going to. No, you're Williams. Yeah. Well, so, uh, you know, say what you want about those folks in the, in the teens and 20s is that when they came over, because yeah. they, they were some hardworking, resourceful folks. And they did it the right way. Yeah. Oh. You mean legally? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what a concept. I know. Well, as you, as you may or may not know, I don't know. Um, you know, a lot of the immigrants, particularly those people with uh, trade skills and artisans, they were recruited, so to speak, sure. to come over here because, yeah. you know, we, we had a massive undertaking of building infrastructure. Yeah. We needed those workers. Yeah. So they were, you know, they, yeah. were, they were recruited. They had. And, uh, and that's, but, but they still had to go through the legal process. Yeah. It was actually the, the first fantasy league was in the 20s. For for immigrants coming over, you would draft people, you know, like an ESPN fantasy league. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got six Irishmen that know how to, you know, that's how they did it. I would know that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, you could edit that out. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I don't know how. Why? Did, did you know this? In a, in a lot of in a lot of countries, um, they have lotteries, and one of the lottery, you know, prizes, is citizenship. To the United States, wow! Holy you know, cow! You get you come over in, in legally and uh, well, get your green card. I mean, well, at least for the time being, we are the country people want to go to. That could change for now, but for now, until yeah. it gets destroyed. But. Yeah. So, what's the next big country you think? If, if, if after we follow- after us, yeah, Andorra. <laughs> you can squeeze everybody in that. Uganda. What would it be? I don't even know. Canada. Be- no, because Canada is just there's only so much. Because most uh, of Canada wait, oh, is uh, Finland. I would say Finland I would or say Denmark Sweden. or no- Norway. And you want to know why Sweden? Right? Sweden. ABBA. Oh, yeah, ABBA. Oh, my God. You got yeah, ABBA. Who, who could forget about ABBA? Yeah. I did. Because everybody, everybody in Sweden has already seen the ABBA Museum. They need more people to support it. What's going on, though, in London, I think, is where things are headed because we've talked about this before, how many musical performers, acts that we all grew up with have passed on how many of them are too old now to perform? So ABBA, they built that mega $100 million theater in London that sold out for I don't know how long, where it's their, they call them their avatars. It's all computer generated, the entire concert. Wow. 
Don't I would not be shocked if that happens more and more. So is this like all AI generated? Uh huh. Yeah. Damn. Have you have you seen clips of it? I've, I've heard people say it's phenomenal. It's amazing. Hmm. Incredibly so, entertaining. And I guarantee you that if, if if you could see your favorite performer again, you wouldn't care if it was in that situation. You would go. I don't think you'd have yeah. a problem with it. I, I really don't. If, maybe, you, could, if you could see the original Maurice White Earth, Wind, and Fire, and, but it was AI on a stage doing the original, the everything about it, you, you know you'd do it. You know maybe, what I mean? Maybe. Just starting to think of some of your favorite. Maybe. Yeah. You know? Maybe. But I'm just saying, you know, we were talking about Pete's favorite, Barry Manilow. Eventually, they're going to have a Barry, Barry Tar, Abba, Barry Manilow. Avatar, wow. whatever this, they call it. This I can cut out. Well, no, because that's where we're going. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Well, eventually they're going to have a, that version of you, so we can still oh. have the shop teacher. As long as, I get, as long as I get residuals. Even when you're in that little urn in Denise's garden, <laughs> we can still have Artie entertain us. Here, here's, the, here's the prediction. They're going to take all these great acts, you know, whether it's the Beatles, the Stones, or whatever, when they're no longer around. And they're going to produce these types of avatar. Don't hold your breath with the stones. I don't think we're well, going anywhere. Well, what's <laughs> happening with the Beatles is pretty amazing. I mean, they're releasing this new song with John Lennon on it. Are you kidding? Really? Yeah. So they're going to put all these avatar-type productions together, and they're going to be really, really good. And then they're going to start asking people to pay for it to stream them in their yeah. homes. Yeah, yep. that, absolutely. Uh, well, yep. I mean, right now, the, the current president yep. of the U.S. is an avatar. Yeah. He's not even <laughs> he real. Is. It's just an image. That's not a good thing. It's not a very good avatar? image because he's falling all the time. He's an animation. You know, somebody did a really funny video the other day where they put one of those, uh, you know how uh, folks that, that need to get upstairs that are older or have some ailments, they can't, and they have those little chairs. The chairs, oh, yeah. So yeah. They yes. put one on Air Lift Force chair. One. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. That was pretty good. He'll, he'll fall out of that. But anyway, that's where it's headed. So so what okay. else you got, Pete? What else are you, uh, are you thinking about? Because you had like a bunch of different things you wrote down to, to talk about. And since we're kind of just throwing stuff out there yeah. here at um, AJ's Bar and Grill, Geist. I, hey, I, I'll just mention this because I can because uh, we didn't do top of the mind. Pete, we here. have thirty-seven minutes, so go ahead and That's talk right. about it. <laughs> hey, I know I like to be Mr. Grumpy. Seven minutes. I know I like to be Mr. Grumpy sometimes, but I do want to uh, shout out to the Medicare system uh, in our country. I like to complain about the, the our country a lot, but I had a problem the other day with a payment that I made an overpayment, and I called the Medicare office, and they could not have been nicer or more helpful. That's cool. Really? Yeah. And I've, I've actually had really good experiences with Social Security and Medicare since I've been you know, el eligible for both of those. Well, that's that's good to hear because I just became eligible last year. And I, I haven't had any issues. I have not had to call them. Uh, but it's nice if I do to know that it's they're cool. going to be, it's, it's a, going to be it's responsible. I'll tell you what. Medicare and Social Security is a great, great system. And it seems to be run well. I just hope that they figure out a way, meaning uh, the Congress, to keep uh, it up. To keep yeah. it up. Well, yeah. I'm glad you guys are getting to enjoy it because yeah. by the time we get around to it, you'll have eaten it all up, you not, pigs. That's not true. That's <laughs> yeah, not true. And don't stop go there. It. Don't go I, there. Old I, boomers. Don't go there. Our, uh, some uh, of our, you know, younger, younger I'm children joking. are, are doing that. No, I'm, I'm starting a movement to save some money just for you, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> When you say that as a boomer, you have to clarify what you mean when you say, I'm starting a movement. <laughs> I, I need that to start you need a to movement. Hey, let's hurry up. I, I've well, got a petition already drafted up. People are signing it. What I wanted to discuss was driving because I just got back from uh, oh, yeah. a weekend in Chicago. Actually, I went up on Saturday, came back on Sunday because we met Karen up there for a, a baby shower. Hey, did you know this? 
that they got rid of all the toll people in Chicago. They did. No more tolls. It's, it's all it's all open, automated. It's called open road tolling. Oh, so you go underneath these gantries that have all these high tech cameras, mm-hmm. and it tracks you throughout the toll roads. And then you you either have your Illinois your, the card that you can buy, or you just go online and pay it. Mm-hmm. But I thought, wow, how crazy is that? I, yeah, the iPass. Thanks, Art. Wow. So, which of course, if you live in Illinois, you you probably have an iPass. But for myself, you know, I'll just have to go online and pay the. It's not very much. I thought it was a lot, but it's really not very expensive to use the tolls, as opposed to going the Dan Ryan going through downtown Chicago. So, I, you know, we're fortunate because we live in Indianapolis and we don't have tolls we yet. Don't have tolls everywhere. But no. we, I think someday we will. Yeah. I don't know well, when. We have the Indiana Toll Road. Uh, yeah, to, to the north, but I mean yeah. in the city proper. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me. You know. So, so how is downtown Chicago now? It's been a while. I used to go up there quite a bit, but I haven't been up kind, there in probably ten years. I'm kind of scared years. of the city. Well, it's just certain parts of it. The downtown area is not too bad. The problem is, just like a lot of big cities, and I'm sure we have podcast listeners in Frisco that are that are seeing this happen, a lot of retailers are just saying, see ya, Screw they're it. done. Yeah, we're done. Which is insane. And I don't know how long this goes on where people don't pay attention to it, but it's going to happen. You know, the theft issue I don't think is as big in Chicago as it is like in San Francisco. But it's a shame just because Chicago is such a great American city. It is. Yeah. But what ticks me off, and I understand it, and I don't I, I'm not even going to preface this by saying I hate to get political, but you know what? I have to in that situation. I don't know why they have a problem with having two political parties, but they're so damn beholden to the Democratic Party in Chicago. You know, a lot of it's probably, you know, the union's constantly pushing it. They just get rid of a mayor who was an absolute joke, and they bring in a guy who's a bigger joke. Bigger joke, yeah, So it's like, do you never learn? Do you never get it? I don't understand it. I think it has to do with the voter roll. Could I really be. do. I be. really do. I yeah. think it has everything to do with the voter roll. I mean, they've had to close Walmarts. I already even mentioned to me yeah. on, on his board. They closed yeah. Walmarts in the Chicago area. That's how bad they've it's They've closed gotten. Walmarts here. Yeah. Okay. For it's the a, same reasons. It's just incredible. I, I mean, people, you got, you know, people gripe about Amazon, but that's what you're pushing it toward. Yeah, is that's a world, what you are. Is a world without retail. Yeah. You know, just get stuff shipped to your door. But I would never tell somebody not to go because Chicago, the big thing I would do and I recommend this to anybody, is the architecture tour. The river, the Chicago sure. River architecture tour. Without question. Is one of the coolest things you can do yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. So much fun and so you, much history. You may be too young to remember this, but do you remember the Chicago Jazz Fest? They used to have it every single year. Wasn't that, that was out, like out a there. huge deal, though. It was a huge I, deal, I, I, and they would have it, it out there in there. Soldier Field area. Yeah. yeah. It, and it was fantastic. Not, not anymore? They don't do it anymore. Oh, it's well, the they, Chicago Jazz Fest. I think, it got, I think it sort of got replaced or morphed into yeah. uh, Chicago Fest, yeah. which is down in Grant Park. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which is a nice, really nice event. So my big thing I just wanted to say is, is, I just what is the deal though with people with the anger issues and the road rage? I, I just it, it's becoming more prevalent to where it's kind of scary. To I know drive. exactly what's going on. It's scary to drive sometimes. So, correct. But I I believe it is the, the new drivers that don't know the rules of the road. And I'm not talking about new drivers like young kids. I'm not talking about them because they know the rules of the road just as well as I do or you do. I think it's the drivers that are new to the country that are trying to drive in our country that are given an, uh, uh, that are given a, a driver's license just because of their green card or their, the cards that they carry that say that, uh, you know, I can be here legally. They don't understand the rules of our road, the sure. rules of the road. If you are in a four-way, let's take example, a four-way stop. That's my biggest pet peeve right now. 
especially in our area where right. we live, there's yeah. a lot of four-way stops. If you don't come to a complete stop, you have given up your right to have a right-of-way. Yeah. In my opinion. And everybody just, okay, it's my turn to go. I haven't stopped yet, but I'm going to go ahead and go. Right. That's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Understand that a stop means stop. It's like Dave Wilson's joke that he used to tell. It was a cop who pulled over a guy that rolled through a stop sign, a four-way stop. He gets pulled over. He goes, sir, you know why I stopped you? Because you, you didn't come to a complete stop. I said, well, I slowed down. Yeah, but you didn't come to a complete stop. You didn't stop. Yeah, but I slowed down. So the guy, the cop pulls out his nightstick, and he starts whacking the guy on the air. Whack! 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 And the guy's going, stop! 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 Are you sure you want me to stop? Or would you rather me slow down? Whack! Whack! <laughs> Perfect. It yeah. is. That's Perfect. a great... Perfect. Yeah. No, I get, I get it. But seriously, stop at the four-way stops. Then you can get to... Then you have the right to go. I think uh, police are just kind of turning a blind eye because there's just so much going on that they, there's no possible way they can cite everything they see. Yeah, there's no way. On the road. Because it's, right. it's insane. Some people just going like a bat out of hell or merging is like... Nobody knows how to merge. You're not supposed to be when you see a merge lane ahead. You're supposed to get over. Nobody right. does that. So when, consequently, when somebody rules merges the and they're real close, you see people get ticked off. Like, what are they supposed to do? It's rules of the road. Rules yeah. of the road. Rules of the road. And does this tick you off when some, you're on the road and say three, four lane road, and somebody in the, in the middle two lanes puts their signal on to go over and they slow down? That just doing? boggles my mind. Yeah. It's like you are supposed to keep your speed and get over safely. But I've seen people slow down in a lane, not the right lane, but like the second or third lane to get over. Yeah. So, like you said, probably somebody that just hasn't had the, the, the training. Yeah. The, the driver rules education. Of the, rules well, of the road are everything. Did you guys have the traditional driver ed class? Yes. Yeah. 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 I went to Link yeah. Driving Centers. They had simulators. I love the simulators. I, I aced the simulators, and when I got out on the road, I did I did very very well. But I, I blew, they had simulators. I blew away the my kids when they were doing it because I told them about I went I, I went to Cecina High School on the east side of Indianapolis, but their drive they didn't have drivers ed, so I had to go to Howe High School for drivers ed, and their head basketball coach was their main driving instructor, <laughs> and uh, they he took us out on to the to do the driving drivers ed. Two people in the front, you know, he, and he had a driver red car, so he had yeah. the he had the brake on his side. Right, but no wheel. Uh, but but the thing that was, because I, when I tell my kids the stuff we did, they were like, "There's no chance that that, that happened." He would literally he go, "Okay, we're we're going to go up to 30 miles an hour, and I want you to put the brake all the way down to the floor." So he took us out on an open road, and we get up to 30. He he wanted us to learn how to keep it from getting you know out of control if you had to brake a hard break brilliant which, which most brilliant. people wouldn't know what to do yeah then another day we're driving down a country road obviously he knew the area so it was safe to do this and he literally as we're he, you didn't know when he was going to do it You're, we're tooling along 30 40 miles an hour he yanked the, the wheel all the way to the right so we would go down in the ravine we had to drive out of the ravine so he really? we, we would learn emergency driving situations wow. Whoa. that's cool because what, what you never you, know what you're going to get, get well, no, come across. Because you're going to learn it when it happens to you, and that's yeah. too late. Yeah. Because you have no idea right. how to react to it. You know that type of driver's ed doesn't even exist anymore. I don't no, think. Well, I, you know, I still not remember that. that I, driver's ed was part of my high school curriculum. I mean, you just smart, yeah. right? That's the way it was when I was in school. But yeah. see, I'm also yeah. a firm believer that you you don't just take driver's ed at that age. You take it. You have intermittent 
things you asked me to do. I started driving at 14. I That's know, what I, helped the most. But at 24, no at 24, you go back in there and you do a road, they have a road course or they do something, and they see if you still, it's amazing to me. I mean, Karen's grandma, when she turned 100, walked in to the BMV and got her driver's license without a test. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's not just in that's not right. her part of Ohio. Yeah. But everybody needs to, people need to be tested. It's not going to happen. But, well, you know what? I take it back. It might, because if, if the politicians find out there's money to be made, <laughs> it's going to happen. You just, des- just, you just described the state of Florida. Yeah, right? Seriously, because I used to live down there. And I, and I had an aunt who was 92 and got her driver's license. Uh-huh. Prepared, and she was the last person that should be on, yeah. been on the road. And, and not knocking it, because I know it's, you know, it, it, it's just some people Some people are, <laughs> you know, let them, let them drive to a certain point, and if they have to go short distances. But, uh, you know, anyway, I, I just I just had some gripey moments where I, just the last few days of driving out on the road, I just, like, had to vent you, a little bit. But you're on the road all the time. I know. Yes, I all know. the time, it's, every day. gets to be kind of It sucks. Enough. One, one of my pet peeves is if I'm at a stoplight, and there's a guy or gal behind me, and the millisecond that light turns green, they're on their horns. Yes. yes. Yeah. So it's a, don't it's be crazy. that person because I promise you, I'll I sit will, through the I'll light there. just yeah. to irritate you. I'll yep. go on the yellow. <laughs> want to I'll say uh, want to say thanks to Art Baker for uh, doing an awesome job as always. Boomerswithbeverages.com is our our website. And uh, you can send us an email at bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com. And Pete, I, I, I want to give you, I want to give you a great example of the type of guy I am. Okay, I know some people may disagree. Some people, you know, they go, "Oh, Jim Burrows." <laughs> More than you know, Jim. It's okay. <laughs> but my, 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 yeah, they just don't know me. But I have here the opportunity. We could do another five, six, seven minutes of incredible podcasting. Yeah. Or I can be a good guy. And let Artie Widgery go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, and I'm going to let Artie. I'm going to pee in your bottle, your I water don't, bottle. I don't think the good folks at AJ's Bar and Grill need to be dealing with incontinence right now. So. And I forgot my waiters today. Yeah, so, so we're going to yeah. be good. But anyway, uh, Artie Widgery, as always, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. God love it. you. God love you for ending the show. Yeah, you're a good man. Pete, Pete Molina, thank you. Really appreciate good that. good to be here. No, we're going we're gonna to let Artie go do his thing. We got some great material for the next podcast. Oh, absolutely. Because there's there's tons of stuff we didn't cover today. We did not cover. And And we got a great podcast next one. And I got to end with a quote again from uh, one of my favorites, Mitch Hedberg, comedian. You're going to love this one, Artie, before you go wee, wee, wee. I wish I could play Little League now. I'd be way better than before. (laughs) (laughs) He's right. Until next time, everybody, we are the Boomers with Beverages.